went back to the back into this like really creepy like dark dark stairwell yeah. in school yeah and just made out horribly yeah. for 30 seconds way too much tongue like a stupid amount of tongue for me yeah. she had made out with many people but me it was like the classic trope yeah. of like just putting my tongue, tongue. down their throat mm-hmm Hey, and thanks for coming back to Please Don't Tell Anyone. I'm Molly Clark, your host, and this is the podcast where you hear unexpected stories by ordinary people. I go in blind to all my interviews, only going off of the submission that was written in by the guest so that I can hear the story firsthand, just like you. Please don't tell anyone. I said, please don't tell anyone. Don't tell I said, please don't, don't tell anyone. Please don't tell anyone. Don't tell I said, don't please tell. don't. Tell you are going to be anonymous would you like to pick a pseudonym jason okay jason um actually rex okay so rexy jason you've had uh a very unique sexual upbringing Mm -hmm. including your virginity yeah uh, and that's what we're going to hear about today. Yeah, exactly. Well, my virginity story is actually the least unique thing about it. But really? the rest of it is super unusual, I think. I was... I, well, well, I, I want to ask you an initial base question. Yeah. Do you remember the first time you were introduced to sex? Or do you remember, like, learning what sex was? Whoa. Wow. That's very... Well, I just want to take us back as early as we can very go. Very far back. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Well, I, I remember um, I remember learning the words for sex before I remember learning what sex itself was. I was, like, in first grade, and I, I learned all of the bad, like, fuck, vagina. Really? You know, yeah. Fuck, suck. I didn't learn until about fifth grade, and someone said it rhymes with hockey puck, and that's how you should remember it. So that's how that's I remember how you it. should remember it. Yeah. <laughs> you need to I was like, that. puck, puck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> wow so first like it's grade. PEMDAS you need like yeah, a yeah, yeah. <laughs> thing to remember the uh no I remember first grade yeah learning all and then like telling all of like on the schoolyard I remember going up to kids individually and being like fuck shit suck vagina peanut like just saying wow. all of them and just like but did you learn it you didn't learn it from school education because they weren't teaching that unless you went to a very progressive school <laughs> i did go to a very progressive school but they didn't teach that it was one of my it was like my dirtbag friend they said that yeah there's always like one douche friend for guys at least yeah who teaches you who teaches you everything that that like you shouldn't know at that age and then did you have any sexual things between first grade and puberty yeah, so in, well, well, I had a long-term girlfriend. Okay, on and off when. girlfriend from third grade through seventh grade. I had something similar. It was more second to fourth. Ended horribly. <laughs> Ended Yeah, he moved to California, and the oh. day before he left, he made out with my best friend oh, in her bathroom. Jeez, really? Wow. That's actually a really wild story in itself, but this is your hour. <laughs> this is your hour. Wow, that's really an intense... No, but Do I. Do people know that you're the host of this podcast, yes. or are you anonymous? No, I'm. I'm not anonymous. Okay. Okay. Wow. Um, but I. I just want to validate for you those early relationships because. Yeah. <laughs> they were real. They were. Oh, it felt real. They were real. I mean, I'll just give a quick anecdote, and then and then I'll let you take it away. But I slept over at this guy's house who I was dating in third grade, Whoa. and I took off my pants in my sleeping bag something his mom walked in Mm -hmm. and she called my mom she like saw us in his bed together and called my mom and said your daughter is too sexual for my son she she's gonna he's gonna get her pregnant soon enough like 
she needs to come home. And I left the sleepover. In third grade? Yeah, I swear to God, my mom could come on and tell that story. So this is a crazy And then I, like, mother. didn't do anything sexual for 10 years, but... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I just want to validate for you that earlier. So you went an on and off from third grade to what? Well, now mine sounds lame. No, no, no. It's Because you had such an intense sexual experience. No, I, I just said... I had a girlfriend uh, in third grade who this is a classic of, mm-hmm. of our generation, which is we in person. I, I never really spoke to her, but we were like lovers on aim oh. and email. <laughs> we would, uh, you know, we would correspond and be like, we said, like, I love you over chat. But then in person, never. wouldn't dare. We wouldn't speak ever. Oh we might God. speak like once a week. Forbidden love. Yeah. Yeah, we did break up in uh, in sixth grade. She started dating one of my best friends, a guy I'd known since I was like five years old. Um, we both were transferring to a new school, but it was the same school. And he went to that school. Mm-hmm. She started dating him. And uh, and it, it kind of crushed me at the time. You know, you're so young, but you don't have like the, uh, the emotional infrastructure to deal with anything that people are telling you no. or what's happening in your life. So you just like now if you, if I go through a breakup, it hurts and it really sucks. But mm-hmm. I know I'll get through it. But back then I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Yeah. Like there's no. But I, you never did anything sexual with her. Did you kiss? We, we no. Okay. We, we never kissed. I had a very late first kiss well, also. Okay. So we went to this new school together. Mm-hmm. Not together, but we both went yeah. to this new school. As a couple, you decided it was best for you. Yes, exactly. And because she was dating this guy, I, w- I decided to date someone else at the new school mm. and this woman should i give her a pseudonym, give her a pseudonym. sure let's say <laughs> <laughs> brooke okay brooke is good yeah i think brooke's good so i started dating brooke and brooke there's a through line for brooke for okay. the rest of it great but i started dating brooke and without ever meeting her again so it was like this this whole thing of i've only ever had a relationship via the internet Mm-hmm. I've never had like a real relationship IRL. Yeah. IRL with someone else there to talk to. So we go to this new school and uh, what year is this? What what age group? Seventh grade. Seventh grade is where. The, OK, so now we're really puberty. Yes. We've exactly. had some sex education in school just about like yes. the parts of e- the body. Exactly. OK, exactly. Now everyone knows vagina, penis, fucking suck. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm not the only one yeah. anymore. And You're it's not, not the spearhead of that initiative. No, <laughs> no, no, I'm not. But I'm, I'm still like, I'm dating this girl. We break up. I start dating a different girl. So I st- was dating Brooke, date a different girl. Mm-hmm. Same exact thing. Mm-hmm. Exact same yeah. relationship. Exact same. We never really talk in person. We just kind of date for a little online and then we break up and we never even really speak about the breakup even so this is in middle school that was in seventh grade into eighth grade in seventh and eighth grade everyone's hooking up with each other making out making out for the first time everyone's getting deep rooted that term gets very gray the older we get because i still don't know when people say hooking up what they mean yeah i still think that they mean fucking yeah and they always just mean kiss i know For me, it's always been that way. Sad, yeah. But I like saying hook up for so people think I'm having sex, but really, I was just kissing. (laughs) It is a good way to throw people off. Um, so people start making out. Yeah, people people start making out, and I was in like the kind of popular friend group. So obviously, those are the kids that do it first. Yeah. Right. And uh, I I have no ability. Like I I just don't do. I just don't kiss anyone. Mm -hmm. The last day of eighth grade eighth grade graduation it's like supposed to be a big one for you at the time yeah but now in retrospect it's like yeah not what really is sure. that 
No. You can't well, get a job and be like, I graduated eighth grade. And here's my <laughs> certificate. Yeah, yeah. It's not like your GED. No, there's, you're just in ninth grade now. And okay. there's no difference. It was the same school, but the last day on graduation day is the first day I got high. Oh, really? It was also the first day I was trying to like actually get deprooted because there was this girl that liked me. I love that term, deep-rooted. So we did. <laughs> Why? Just because I forgot it, and it was so real for so long. It was so real. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It was like being like, a virgin. Like exactly. It, it like is a, being a virgin. It's yeah. the pre-virgin. Yeah, it was like you you were a virgin. In my friend group, I was the virgin because yeah. I was I hadn't been deep-rooted. Like they had all hooked up with like dozens of people. Mm-hmm. And uh, were you scared to smoke pot? Or when you say hi, I assume it was pot. Right? Oh, I wasn't. No. Okay, no, so that wasn't was scary for you that day. No, because and I've talked about this before in other contexts, but I was really excited to try drugs because they the way that they bring it up in school makes it seem fun. Mm. It makes it seem like a cool, interesting, yeah. exciting thing to do. And when you're because they make it seem dangerous. Mm-hmm. And when you make something seem dangerous to a, a kid like that, like a 13, 14 year old kid, mm-hmm. you just go, oh, so I'm going to. Do so that. interesting. I, I was the dare speaker, so I was the opposite. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm absolutely not doing that. Wow. You were yeah. like a propaganda minister exactly. in middle school. Seriously. If yeah. I could get adults validation, I was going to get it. Officer, whatever. Give me the drunk goggles. I will no. show the world how dangerous this is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's so funny. Were you actually afraid of doing it, though? Like the first. I was afraid of seeing it. I was afraid of doing it. If there was a party, I was snitching. If I heard someone had done it, I was snitching. Whoa. Anything. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's so interesting. Yeah. I mean, it feeds into a lot of other aspects of my life, but. Um, <laughs> but we were the opposite then. Yes, exactly. Like. We would not have enjoyed each other's company. No. Well, we might have. I, I got along with everyone in school. You wouldn't have liked that I told on you for smoking pot at eighth grade graduation. Because I would have. No, but I didn't even smoke pot at eighth grade graduation. How'd you get high? Uh, we took an edible. Okay. We took an edible from like a senior in high school, sold it to us, which is. That's okay. crazy. Weird that I was. Yeah. A, I've been a senior in high school. You don't sell pot to eighth graders. Yeah, that's a crazy. I don't understand why that would have happened. Where is he now? I'd like to know. Yeah, that guy. He <laughs> he went to prison. No way. Yeah, for something for stabbing someone. Okay, well now but. it doesn't seem as crazy that he <laughs> sold pot to eighth graders. Yeah, he doesn't have the most strong moral. Yeah, the that strongest actually seems compass. like a walk in the park for him. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, he comes back from stabbing a guy and yeah. is like, yeah, sure, if yeah. you're in eighth grade, I'll <laughs> yeah. sell you pot. It's not <laughs> it's a, a big one. sale. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So it was that guy sold us this pot brownie, and we were, like, excited. We had all these plans. The plan was to go into this, this down to, like, this stretch that we always hung out on on a Friday. So it was a Friday. Mm-hmm. And, like, walk up and down, wait for the pot brownie to kick, and then go to my house, which was, like, where we hung out okay. because it was, like, the nice house. For, of our friend group yeah. uh, for reasons that we won't go into yeah. now. But it was a nice one. And so we, we went there. We, we felt it kick in. And it, the first time you get high is like the most amazing, if you like it. Yeah, I haven't had that feeling, so I don't know. It's it's, ama- it's amazing. Yeah. For it's those just, who enjoy being high. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm just a sh- mess. But you have you been high? I've been high, and then I, I've been, the worst thing is I've been high, had a panic attack, and wanted weight on me. And I was just with skinny people, and I was trying to have them lay on me, but they were all too skinny. I know that that sounds strange, but it truly, I, like, picked the slightest people to be around, and I needed heavy weight on me. You need like, a weighted blanket. Yes. Yeah. And said I had these twig girls <laughs> sitting on me. It just pokes into you. It yeah, just kind of hurts. Yeah, that's how they feel. Ow. I need to stop surrounding myself with 
skinny girls. With sharp people. Sharp people. Yeah, I shouldn't <laughs> say skinny girls. That sounds bad. Yeah. Sharp people. Those with sharpness. Those That's experiencing the- sharpness. <laughs> <laughs> That's the PC way to put it. Um, so you went back to your house. So we go back to my house, me and my best friend at the time who bought the brownies, mm-hmm. and we took them together. And we're fu- we're so high, but it's um, it's the first time I'm high, so it's amazing. We are we're, we've never laughed this hard like our entire life, and we already had these plans with these girls to come over, and one of these girls wanted to deprude me. She was like, "Oh, that was she actively had yes. informed others of that." Yes, exactly. <laughs> well, she because of the way that it was back then, like my friend. Told to, yeah, Asked, everyone that's whisper yeah. down the deprooting yeah, lane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. So I had whispered down the lane that I wanted to hook up with her, and mm-hmm. she had whispered back that she wanted to hook up with me. So that day was the day it was going to happen. Okay. So they come over and were so high that I can't get it done. Like, we're so high. You can't get it done. It's not getting they, hard. They come over and we, like, go into the basement and we. I, You're just laughing. Me and and like my, we cannot boys. stop laughing. Yeah, she must have hated that. She must have hated it. Yeah. Hated it. Like, these guys are fucking. They're just, like, stupid. Annoying. Yeah, annoying. Yeah. Annoying and immature and just laughing the whole time. So they left. So they got picked up mm-hmm. and I didn't hook up with anyone. And then the next year, freshman year, this uh i'm getting high all the time now just yeah i get new girlfriends and then we break up in a similar way no kissing no kissing at all but now it's ninth grade so it's like weird yeah it's getting a little weird it's getting weird are people calling you gay people aren't calling no no one's calling me gay because girls like me Mm -hmm. but and that's like in ninth yeah that validates you not being gay if a girl likes you yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's, it's the straightest thing for someone else to like you. <laughs> yes, exactly. Got if it. a girl wants to hook up with you, how could you be gay? You can't. Doesn't. I mean, no. I can't think of a way. Nope. In ninth grade logic, I can't mm-hmm. think of a way that no. you would be gay. Even if you don't want to get with her. Even if you don't want to get with yeah. her, yeah. Or even if you do, but you don't know how to kiss. Yeah. yeah. I was so worried because you feel, especially when I was in like the group of kids that were cool. Mm-hmm. These kids have been making out with people for literally like three years. Yeah. And I'm the one who hasn't. So I feel really like different and weird for that reason. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm on the outskirts. They that's all kids talk about at that age. Can I ask Just you a personal like, question? Because I don't up. I don't know this about guys. Yeah. Do you do guys start masturbating at this age or like and and you don't have to answer yeah. this? I'm just curious because girls didn't talk about stuff like that and or at least around me. <laughs> Oh, yeah, because you were the dare. You were yeah, I was the them. dare. They were like, she's going to she snitch can't. that we're masturbating. <laughs> <laughs> but like that wasn't even something that I thought about doing or did until late high school years. So for guys, I assume that starts earlier. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So even though you yeah. weren't kissing, you were you were figuring out your sexualness. No. You weren't. No, because I was a late bloomer in all of this. So you weren't masturbating so that, But that's that time. what I'm, yeah, exactly, exactly. That's what I'm trying to ask. Exactly. Yeah. So there was nothing. There was no stimulation for nothing, you. You're just building it all up. Nothing at all. Yes, exactly. And the weirder thing was, I think maybe I just hit puberty late, but I didn't even really feel the urge. It was most like internally, it was mostly people around me doing it mm-hmm. and then me being like, oh, I should do that. It wasn't like with drugs. Like with drugs, I was drawn to drugs. I was like, yeah. I want to do that. Yeah. It seems cool. Sex wasn't like that. Sex was not like that. It was mostly me being like, I want to fit in. I want to be able to tell people at the lunch table about that someone I, I hooked up with yeah. last weekend on Monday, you know, because that's mm-hmm. what... 
most of the conversation. Yeah, you wanted the external validation of it. Exactly. And I, in ninth grade, I would get girlfriend, but now it's too late. Like now you have to make out with them. It's expected. Yeah, it's expected. So my first kiss was uh, the end of the year. We had a school play and the girl. Oh my God, were you in the school play? The girl. No, it wasn't Uh. in the school play. The girl from eighth grade who I got too high to kiss still wanted to deprude me. Wow. It was the same girl. She's out for it. She's out for it. <laughs> a great. I, I, this girl's awesome. Yeah. She, she was like a really cool. I, I still think she's a really cool person and, and nice and fun. The, uh, the school play was going on. We were rehearsing. And there were, and my friend, the same friend from the year before who got me too high to hook up Wing with man, her. Yeah. This is literally the end of the year. It's the last week we mm-hmm. put on the play. And uh, my wingman, quote unquote, was like, this person wants to hook up with you. You should go hook up with her. And I was literally like shaking, like, oh my God. And I still don't really want to hook up. I don't really you have wanted to get over sex- with. I wanted to get it over with. So we went and we made out for like, literally like it was, it was, li- it almost felt like clerical. Like we had to get it done even from her perspective. Cause it was like 30 seconds. We went back to the back into this like really creepy like dark dark stairwell yeah. in school yeah and just made out horribly yeah. for 30 seconds way too much tongue like a stupid amount of tongue for me yeah she had made out with many people but me it was like the classic trope yeah. of like just putting my tongue, tongue. down their throat mm-hmm. and uh we didn't date there was no interest in that after for some reason mm-hmm. after i did yeah, that. i don't know why she wouldn't want to be with you then <laughs> And and I was just so happy to have it done with. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, nice. I don't have to like pursue this for a while because I hooked up with someone. I can tell people about that. Mm-hmm. I can riot coast off of that yeah. for six months, maybe reassess in six mm-hmm. months. I wasn't thinking this logically, but it was like an emotional like. <sighs> yeah. So how do we go from this? Not even a sexual awakening, uh, you know, like yeah. still not sexual yeah. to whatever you're about to tell us. So this is, I mean, this is sort of the story of the the sexual awakening. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. That's pretty much all built up to to the actual story, which is in the summer between ninth and 10th grade. And then in 10th grade, most like really in 10th grade is what this is when this happened. But one, I was doing a ton of drugs. All types of drugs. Just getting high all the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, all types of drugs. And it was fucking, it was fun as shit. Like, it Mm -hmm. was the best. I loved it. Was anyone concerned for you during that? No, no, no one. I mean, I had divorced parents, so I could, this is literally what I would do every weekend. I would tell my mom I'm at my dad's, tell my dad I'm at my mom's, and then just go do whatever I wanted for for however long I wanted. And neither of them checked in with each other. Yeah. To validate that you were at. Because it was not an amicable divorce. Oh my god! <laughs> so you, yeah, you. So I did that a you lot. You played the system of it. Yeah, I did. And my older brother, of course, was like, "Just tell them you're at your friend's house." Mm-hmm. But I didn't even do that. I was just like, "I'm at dad's," and then tell dad I'm at mom's, and they just never checked in because my my mom couldn't. She had two jobs, and we were usually at her house because she won a lot more custody in the divorce Mm -hmm. so we were usually at her house but she had two jobs so she wouldn't be home till like seven and now we're in high school Mm -hmm. so i go home alone yeah or just just do whatever after school until she gets home at like six or seven yeah you have a ton of freedom ton of freedom yeah and then on the weekends it was like whatever i wanted to do truly uh so on the weekends then 
most weekends we'd stay at my dad's because the house was way nicer for reasons that we need not go into, but mm-hmm. it was much, much nicer. And we would have friends over every weekend, me and my sister, who I haven't mentioned, but I have a twin sister, mm-hmm. same age, same grade. Yeah. That's usually where a twin is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Same age, same grade. <laughs> be weird if it wasn't <laughs> yeah true two two years older twin mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh so i have a twin sister she has like this friend group where, where it's like the girl equivalent of my friend group mm-hmm. and the guys she doesn't do a lot of drugs but they're like the popular yeah girls so in 10th grade they start sleeping over a lot having like girl sleepovers and mm-hmm. they all at this point are like very far along sexually They've all like had sex. Really? Not not all of them, but a lot of them have had sex and okay. just way, gone way further than I have, uh, or anyone really in my friend group. Yeah. I think there was no guys in our grade who had lost their virginity. Where were these girls point. losing their virginity if it wasn't to you guys as the popular guys? The older guys. Oh, older guys. Yeah, that okay. was maybe that was a specific to our school, but I thought that was everywhere. No, I think you're right. And it might be different for your school. Mm-hmm. I went to an all-girls school, yeah. so it was a little different. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I think there wasn't the, like, in school. No. Like, you see them. and. Well, there was with the lesbians, but they had to add that to the handbook, and that was a whole thing. <laughs> I wasn't a lesbian at the time, so I didn't have to worry about it. Well, you were, might have been at the time. You just said. I never thought about it in high school. I really didn't. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. In all-girls school, too. Yes, never. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Why do you think that is? I was so focused on wanting to like guys. And um, deprooting myself to a guy and having, like, I fantasized about guys. This is why, like, I don't fully, uh, you know, label my sexuality because I'm just like, if I have sex with a guy one day, like, I don't want people to be like, oh, she's a lesbian. It's like, I don't fucking know. Like, I'm in love with my girlfriend right now. That's what I tell people. Yeah. Exactly. That's my sexuality. Yeah. Well, it's, you don't need to label it. It's kind of yeah. weird. I don't, who cares about yeah. that kind of thing? But I will say, consistently since freshman year of college, it's been girls that I've been attracted to. Um, okay, so your sister's having people sleep over. Yeah, and, and I'm having friends sleep over as well. But mm-hmm. some weekends, I you know, I just get high with my friends and I come back and I'm yeah. alone. And my sister is like, has always been and will always, she like goes to bed at like eight, super, super, like the most type A person mm-hmm. you could possibly imagine. Sorry, for my entire life when we were in fifth grade, she would literally pretend she would play secretary. What? Just play like Jonathan. Yeah, please hold. Oh. And then, like... Like, she loved... Yeah, yeah, play yeah. The, Scheduling and, and yeah, tight schedule. Like, she would, like, pretend schedule shit. Wow, okay. And, and like, pretend to answer phones for a living. That's very interesting. Because she... Yeah, so that was her personality from the beginning. Like, super type A, super smart. So, so she'd go to bed, and go these to, girls were like, I'm not tired. Exactly. She'd go to bed early, like, 8, 9 on a weekend. And yeah, we're, what a lame sleepover. We're 15 years old. Yeah, yeah. we're 15, so we're like not even In a massive house. Till one or two. Huge house. For reasons yeah. we won't go into. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so it was like the biggest, you know, for, I was just me. I was awake. I was just like watching TV or just hanging out in my room, like surfing the internet or whatever, reading whatever I'm doing. Were you watching porn at this time or no? No, no, no. Okay, not wait, this pause. Time. Sorry, we paused for an ambulance, but you weren't watching porn on the internet at this no. time. Again, the sex drives relatively low, yeah. but the girls are awake and they're ready to play, I assume. Oh my God, <laughs> what a way to put it. No, so I was friends with them too, so we would just hang out. Yeah. And eventually in the night, like all of the uh, 
the, all the girls would go to sleep except for one of them. Some of them would go to sleep and then eventually there'd be one and we would just be hanging out. And it wasn't like sexual mm-hmm. at, at all. To, not to me or I, I don't think to them either. We were just mm-hmm. like hanging out because we were all friends. Um, so this happened a bunch early, like in the summer before 10th grade and then going into 10th grade as 10th grade went on. Mm-hmm. It, that also happened just kind of hanging out yeah. with them. And then uh, there's one night where Brooke, my first girlfriend at yeah. the new school in seventh grade. We remember her. It was just Brooke and I who stayed up. And then I went and then I, re- I don't quite remember how this happened. Well, to the best of your ability. But I remember that I was in my room when when they were all hanging out and then mm-hmm. they all went to bed except for Brooke. And then Brooke came into my, it's like a porn scenario, Uh basically. But Brooke came into my room, quote unquote, to just hang out. Were you at this point like reading a book or just like, oh, what are you doing here? Like, were you going to bed? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I'm just like, I mean, I was very high normally, Mm -hmm. but this time I wasn't high at all. Okay. Which I think is important because like when you're hot, when you're high and you're young, it's hard to navigate a situation like that. Yes, especially your first sexual situation. Exactly. So it's just me and her in the bed. I'm sober because I, I, uh, I have, I have sports, so I, mm-hmm. I don't. I'm not really on so many drugs mm-hmm. that day because mm-hmm. I had sports to play. And I was like, I'm gonna go to bed. And she was like, Oh, it looks like comfortable, like in the bed. Could you not read these signs? Do you remember being like, is she trying to get with me? No, I remember being like, this is seriously like this could really be like, why is she here? There's no other reason. Yeah. And this is the first time where I'm like kind of excited at the idea that she's here Mm. because I've always been attracted to her. We just she comes to my bed because it's comfortable. Mm -hmm. And then obviously we're in bed and we start cuddling and then we start like making out, Mm -hmm. right? Like an actual sexual experience. For the first time we start making out, I'm like feeling her up, et cetera. Yeah. Uh, Had she had sex before? She had not had sex before, but she had done other, a lot, you know, other stuff, much more experienced than I was. Mm -hmm. I'd only literally made out with one person at this Mm -hmm. point in my life. Wow. She had made out with, you know, many, many, and done many other things in addition to, to making out. So, it was just us like do like you know hand stuff whatever it was for the first time for me and yeah, I was she's like touching you for the first time and I was like very excited I'm sure it was the first time that I felt I think I had just started to go through puberty but I felt like a, a desire for the person yeah that I was in bed with for the first time ever yeah and it was this situation where <laughs> my sister's room was next to my room so we co- we like had to be like quiet. So it was like such a weird situation to have that in because mm-hmm. you, you she could walk in at any point at any point. She yeah. could be like, Brooke, where are you? Any of the friends mm-hmm. could be like, Brooke, where? What, what, are you, what are you doing? What? Yeah. What the fuck are you doing? Yeah. And I think I'm not sure. I wonder if they would have assumed that it, she was in my room or if they would have assumed she just went downstairs to get Does a your sister know this story? She knew. No, I don't think she knows the whole story, but she knew that this kind happened. of thing happened. OK. And so it became not a regular thing, but they would hang out every weekend and come over every weekend. And like every, what, third or fourth week, just random weekends, everyone would go to sleep before Brooke and then she would come to my room and we would hook up again. Mm. And so that happened in 10th grade a lot. So you start kind of looking forward to that. Start looking forward to it. Start like, yes, exactly. Start like, not like planning it, but hoping for it Mm -hmm. and being like, 
almost staying up later in mm-hmm. case that it happens. And also being like, if I'm hanging out with my friends, like being like, you guys can't sleep over tonight. Not because I know it's going to happen, but because I'm like, it couldn't happen if they were in the room, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Like that would totally prevent No, of course it. not. So I, I'm almost like strategizing, but not quite. And we've never talked about it outside of this context that, that we hook up in. Mm-hmm. Like we've never acknowledged a, it. Yeah, yeah. Never acknowledged. No one would know. No one would know. Secret affair. Exactly. A secret affair. 11th grade, I, it, was, it was weird for In 11th grade, it was like we really had... It was kind of the worst year of my life, honestly. 11th Why? Grade. Well, it was like... To date? So much... No. That oh. There's so much schoolwork. Well, maybe to date, actually. So much schoolwork for the first half of the year because they're getting you ready for college or something okay. stupid. That's absolutely yeah. not true. Yeah. My school is so much harder than college by like... Five, yeah, I, five I mean, times. well, especially for me, going to NYU Tisch for film. I mean, I didn't take a test. <laughs> yeah, you don't I got to. a C in a class called Why Dance Matters. Like, that's kind of <laughs> where I was at. You couldn't quite figure it out. You're I like, still don't honestly, know why it matters. <laughs> I still don't know. No, it was, that class was horrible. They're like, Molly, you almost, yeah, you almost have no ideas about dance at And all. then I took another class called Community Groups in a Community Setting about learning how, what a community is and how to be a part of a, a group. Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, what's the, what, what did you learn in that class? Like, what are the specifics of that curriculum? My, t- um, we, the, our final was we had to come up with a, with a group idea and pitch to the class. So mine was a pregnancy improv group for pregnant people to, and their husbands or wives to learn improv. <laughs> <laughs> um and like you know say yes and since you're gonna have a baby but I that it was a whole it. it was you and a group presenting that idea? no like that was my final you alone my me alone saying this is an idea for a group like we just had to come up with an idea for a group i didn't have to execute anything wow this is not a school but no i mean yeah, no it's unreal how much yeah. was paid for what ended up coming yeah. into the spring <laughs> where were you mm-hmm. oh it was the worst year Oh, yeah. 11th grade. Really bad year. Hardest. Mm-hmm. I, I hurt myself. I got an injury. And then I started doing, like, really hard drugs for the first time mm. as a result of the injury. But after 10th grade is the first time I ever masturbated. Oh, wow. After 10th grade, which is very late for a guy. Like, that's cri- most of my friends. Yeah, that is very like late for a guy. Grade. Yeah. Yeah. And I always felt weird because I didn't have the urge. But as I said, like, the with with Brooke coming over, mm-hmm. that was what sparked my sexual awakening. Did, were you... Her sneaking into my room and us hooking up. And we were the same age. It wasn't like a weird, like, molesty no, thing. No, no, no. Like, it was just, like, like just When fun. you masturbated, were you thinking of Brooke? Yes. Yeah. yeah exactly. I wasn't sure if, like, at this point you had seen, like, a Playboy or, you know... No, it was... Someone it was, that you thought was hot. As, no, it, okay. was, it was mostly You her. were like, this is the experience I've had. I'm going to keep going with it. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It was mostly her... And then, you know, I start watching porn like late into into 11th grade. Mm-hmm. So it's like I'm, I'm really sexual. Like, yeah, now. you're it's, like, it's, holy it's, shit. Like, I'm like, I want to have sex. Becomes like, like a drug. Yeah, it, it really does. Yeah. And I want to have sex at that point. So I'm like, now it finally that, clicked. Exactly. That, like now stereotypical th- puberty of men. Of men. Yeah, exactly. Like I need to fuck mm-hmm. anything, yeah. not even a person. Like A fleshlight. Items. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Items. Yeah. yeah. Couches. And, <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. pillows, whatever it is. Your animals. covers. No, animals. animals. <laughs> no, let's not go down that path. <laughs> small dogs. <laughs> it's a small poodle. Yorkies. <laughs> <Yeah>. Shih tzus. <laughs> 
So anyway, how'd you lose your virginity? So I lost. <laughs> so yeah, that's that, that is good. So eleventh uh, grade, not really hooking up with many people um, at all. Okay. I had other things happening. Then I got like a big surgery, a couple surgeries after 11th grade. So I was like literally the summer after 11th grade was like one of the worst periods of my life because I'm just at home. Yeah. In the summer. Yeah. It's the worst. Fucking. If you're like a, it's like a 17 year old kid, like so bored, just at home alone all summer. And in physical pain. In physical, a lot of physical pain. So like truly the worst period of my life. But there was this girl, um, who I had had a huge crush on like all of high school, but I never said it because I felt like lame. Okay. She was in a, a different friend group that was quote unquote less popular. You know, you're yeah, yeah, yeah. She was a kid. step down, and it's kind of a but that's kind of what the story is about to me is like all of this time I was denying that I really really had a crush on this girl and thought she was really attractive because of her she social was, class. Yes, exactly. Interesting. And also, I was I was. Mm-hmm. I, I had never like talked to her or asked her out because I was like afraid of seeming lame mm-hmm. in my friend group. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you're dating that girl, that girl. Like, isn't she kind of weird? Yeah. That's what, that's how I felt. Yeah. Makes sense. The summer after junior year, when I was so alone so often, mm-hmm. I was reading all these books and in all the books, it just kept coming up of like the theme of it's like very a young a very immature mindset to have where you base what you do on the opinions of other people Mm. and i what i always thought of myself as like very individual Mm -hmm. because my parents you know i I basically once i was like 13 or 14 i kind of figured out a way to not have parents yeah (laughs) basically and just did my lived my own life after that point in my head at least yeah uh, so I always thought of myself as very individual, but then I was, I kept realizing, I'm like, well, there's ways in my life where I just totally conform to what other people think and don't even question it at all. For instance, this girl I've had a crush on for three years now. Literally the only reason you weren't pursuing her was how you were going to be seen socially. Yeah. Cause I always liked her and I always thought that we had a good vibe. Like I always thought she was really funny and cool in addition to being super pretty mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so in the beginning of 12th grade i was so scared i had a class with this girl for the first time she was really smart and i was not smart so we had a class i <laughs> took advanced physics senior year because i was a fucking moron it was like the hardest class in yeah. in that the school offered mm-hmm. um but i happened to be in this class with her because she was really really smart way way smarter than i was and we we sat i sat next to her on purpose mm-hmm. to try and flirt with this girl and I was getting a vibe. I was like, I think she has a crush on me. Like, yeah. I think she likes me too. So I actually just got her number and I, I asked her out. So I asked her out and we went on a date and it went really well and we kissed and we made out. And I was like so excited. We went to a bowling alley. Oh, that's fun. We bowled. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was really fun. It was mm-hmm. like this shitty, horrible, horrible really bowling alley. Um, And I, you know, I, I felt like I was actually for the first time, I felt like kind of myself in the, in the situation. In, in terms of like, I didn't feel like I had to force anything. I was yeah. like, it, it all happens very naturally. When you like the person, they like you back and you just go out together. Mm-hmm. Whereas before I was almost like always trying to get with girls in a way. Well, it was for the social tally marks it's, you were trying to build up. Yes, precisely. This wasn't that. Precisely. It wasn't that at all. And I've, I, I think I'm just different than most guys in this way, to be honest. 
Like I do kind of believe the stereotype of that. Mm-hmm. A lot of my friends are just like horned up animals that just want to fuck people. Yeah. A lot of them aren't, but a lot of them are. Yeah. Um, but I wasn't, I wasn't that way and I was very horny, but I was always like, I just need to lose my virginity immediately. 11th grade, it just didn't happen. That's when almost all my friends lost their virginity, 10th, Mm -hmm. 11th grade, especially the beginning of 12th grade, everyone lost their virginity. So I was, again, kind of the last Mm -hmm. person who hasn't. Uh, Like, you know, I wasn't deep-rooted. I was the last one to get deep-rooted in my friend group. Now I'm the last virgin in my friend group. Yeah. Um, So I was like, I need to get it over with. After I went on this date with this girl and I made out with her and we had like the best, most amazing night, I was like, I love this girl in my head. I would never say that on the first date. Yeah. But I was like, I love this girl. This girl's amazing. She's so, she's everything I want and mm-hmm. she's beautiful. And, uh, and so it comes to a head and like, we keep going on dates like once a weekend, maybe once every two weeks. So we're kind of seeing each other. Yeah. Like, but you're also sitting next to each other in physics and I'm sure yeah. flirting there and it's flirting great. Flirting there, seeing all, it's, it's very nice. To have like you know you have to see them oh, in totally. school. You never have that. Now. You all of a sudden are looking forward to advanced physics. <laughs> Ex- yeah. Literally, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's like the I best it. part of my day. I understand zero of the words mm-hmm. coming out of the teacher's mouth. Mm-hmm. He does. He actually really liked me because I was so funny in his class. Mm-hmm. My mid-year of Parker like literally said like he has to stop distracting this girl that I went on a date with so yeah. much in class. Because she was like the smartest person in the class and I was like distracting her. Yeah. Anyway, we we were like having this romance in class and it was really fun mm-hmm. and I was super excited about it. And I was like, we're moving towards like dating for real mm-hmm. dating, like exclusive. And it would be the fir- my first real relationship, mm-hmm. truthfully, because before I've dated people, but it's always been online, right? Like yeah. it's always been facilitated through this medium where you don't really be yourself with the person. There's chemistry in physics. There's chemistry. <laughs> So we're on the road to dating and this around this time, it's 12th grade. So we're all college apps, but college apps are done. We mm-hmm. all have applied to college. So it's like fun time. the stress is over. Mm-hmm. It's like fun time. We're waiting to hear back, which mm-hmm. is very stressful, but yeah, like we but don't have much work right yeah. now. Yeah. It's out of our control. So that's when we start like partying and hanging out a lot more and socializing again. And that's when my sister starts having her friends over mm-hmm. again. So... So this is kind of the head. It all comes to a head one night. That's not quite true. One night before. Do I have to go back? Well, and you don't have to do anything. Anyway, one night before I asked this girl out in 12th grade, mm-hmm. I had like a quasi, not not a threesome, but like there were two girls and me and we all hooked up. Making out. Just making out. Yeah. Once okay. my sister went to sleep. Okay. So anyway, that is to track like, and I'm doing that and it's still fun. But now there's this other girl mm-hmm. who I'm more interested in, like, romantically, yeah. not just sexually. Yeah. So there's a weird conflict when that's happening. I'm like, we're Internally. not, I'm not dating this girl, but I really like her. And yeah. Like, this is weird to do when I just like, I, like, what, why am I doing this? Mm-hmm. I want to pursue her. And then I ask her out and then all those things happen. Okay. And then um, it's like our set, sixth, seventh date, me and the girl that I really like from physics. Mm-hmm. Let's give her a name. Allegra. Allegra. <laughs> I, mean, Allegra. I was just thinking of a name that most likely wouldn't be in yours. Lunesta. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we could call her Lunesta. Okay. Okay. So melatonin is over. <laughs> no. So the night before my seventh date with uh, Lunesta. Allegra. Allegra. Lunesta. Yeah. Either one. With Claritin. We. <laughs> <laughs> 
the night before it, I'm like, I've decided. I'm like, I want to date this girl exclusively. Like, I, I think I love this girl. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to tell her that yet, but I, yeah. I really, really like her, and I think I love her. Yeah. That night, my sister has friends over. Mm-hmm. She falls asleep early, and then, uh, and then we, uh, you know, Brooke is over. Oh, Brooke's there. Brooke comes into my room, and we, we start hooking up. Why? Why did you do it? I don't know. I don't know. But I I think it was because I was very well, actually, I do know. I do know. And that's kind of what the story is about is that the reason I did it was it was more motivated by like me wanting to be someone who's done this Mm -hmm. rather than me actually wanting to do this. And that is to say, like, it was more about me two days later in school being like, yo, dude, guess what happened on Saturday night? Yeah. the day before I had this date with with uh, Allegra. Allegra, yeah. So the story is that we were hooking up and we were going to have sex. Mm-hmm. And we had a condom, put the condom on, and everyone, we were ready. Mm-hmm. And I was like, in that moment, I, I thought about the other girl. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I actually think what I would prefer, not what like, society yeah if mm-hmm. i'm thinking about myself i would prefer my first time to be with someone like i really love wow so i would not have thought that so we have that thought i know so we didn't have sex that night i took the condom off and we didn't have sex you ripped it off yeah wow mm-hmm. did brooke say like what the fuck no brooke was like because the weird part was we were really good friends mm-hmm. so did she know you were dating allegra yeah oh yeah oh shit yeah, yeah. and did you say like this is like but we weren't exclusive at this point. No, I know. But did you so, say to Brooke, like, this is, I, I want to do it with like, oh, wow. You yeah. were that honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And that was the, cho- that was kind of the story. That's what the story is, is, is I, it was this culmination of like my whole life. I had grown up in this masculine culture almost. I don't really like saying that, but this, Why this you like culture, there's too many People have too many associations with the word masculine and culture. Uh, right away, say. negative from me when you say masculine culture. Yeah, exactly. You're right. So I, I grew up in this in this culture where it was more like you try to have sex because you're a dude and like we want to mm-hmm. fuck, you know. And I think that's true for a lot of guys, but it wasn't true for me. But I was trying to put that on, and I just wanted to have, lose my virginity in the same way I wanted to get deprooted. Yeah. Not because I like this girl, but because I wanted to, to do check that. The box. To check that box. Exactly. I honestly thought that story was about to end that you had sex with Brooke because you wanted to yeah. say to Allegra, I've had sex with someone, or like go in more experience because when you had your first kiss, yeah. you were bad. Yeah. But, but it's kind of a that. happy ending in, in the sense that she jerked me. No, no. Uh, <laughs> it was a happy ending in the sense <laughs> that like I actually, for the first time, really was choosing yourself to, to have this experience that I wanted to have, not the experience that like it was, it seemed socially appropriate to have. Yeah. So are you, can you tell us a little bit how then you ended up losing your virginity? Yeah, exactly. So the next day I asked, uh, uh, Allegra. Yeah. Yeah. L- Luna, Luna, Nesta, Clarendon. <laughs> Yeah, Flonase, um, Mucinex to be my girlfriend. (laughs) And she said yes. Hmm. And it was about four months before we had sex. Before we were comfortable having sex, yeah. 
Was that her yeah. choice or kind of both? For both of us. We were just like, we, we were having a lot of fun doing other stuff. And, mm -hmm. and uh, yeah, we also just both weren't really ready. Mm -hmm. One time we tried like three months in mm -hmm. and it didn't work because mm -hmm. we didn't know how to. Like I waited a really long time to have sex for the first time with with um, the person that I ended up having sex with for the first time. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they were super respectful of that. Yeah. But it, it made all that beginning stuff so much more fun. I know. I almost regret. I don't regret it at all because I love how everything went down. But like. um. I, I now think like I think about those people who save themselves for marriage and everything and though like I don't think yeah. I could do that it is like once you have sex that's I mean that you I sure know. you can do variations of it but like that's <laughs> kind of the big finale so yeah. enjoy the build-up and that's why yeah. I also was so proud not proud but I look back and I'm like thank god I didn't kiss someone till later like thank god mm. I didn't have sex till pretty late because like if that had all been over with early on, like what would I have had to look forward to or have so much anxiety about? Hard drugs, yeah. Yeah, and I haven't gotten into those yet, but maybe I will since you're making it seem great. Yeah, it's so good. But <laughs> <laughs> I agree, though. Like I, I'm very uh, grateful to have done it the way I did it. Like, yeah. I, I was so right. Yeah. I was exactly right. Like the first time we tried to have sex, it, it didn't work for a couple reasons. Sorry, for a couple reasons, but... Uh, but that's okay. We, we then did it. And like, you were so comfortable with her that it didn't matter that it, it didn't did, work. It didn't matter. Yeah. yeah. And, and I do. I actually think she wanted to have sex a little more than I did at the time. But we both did want to have sex. Yeah, of course. I just think she was a little hornier. Nice. That's kind of true the, throughout the relationship. But uh, but we couldn't have sex the first time. And, you know, we weren't really that upset. We're like, we're going to stay together and we'll, we'll have sex eventually. And yeah. We had sex like two weeks later and it was, you know, it's bad. Mm hmm. You know, it's the first time you're having sex. You're mm -hmm. not gonna nail it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you're not well, gonna you do nail it, but you nail <laughs> you, <don't laughs> you nail, nail it, it, but you don't like crush. You're not like both having the best orgasms of your life coming <laughs> at the same time. No, no, certainly not. I mean, I think I I came in like five seconds, yeah, probably. And she didn't. She came in like three. Yeah. No, <laughs> no, no. Obviously, she didn't come, but um, but I will say that after. That I still, even though it wasn't good sex, the experience that I had was so much better. But I think the, also the point is, like, no one ever regrets waiting. Yeah. No. I mean, I, I don't regret it at all. Yeah. It was totally the correct decision. And then we had, like, great sex for the, the course of our relationship. Like, the way that it happened, I was very fortunate. How long did you guys stay together? We stayed together like almost a year and mm -hmm. then we went to college and we broke up yeah we were going to opposite but you're on good terms yeah oh yeah i see this i've seen this person a couple times since then and very friendly and i'm just so happy that we had that experience yeah. together. you like them i think i told her after like in college at some point i think i told her i was like it's so i'm so glad that we did that yeah like i'm so glad that we had that experience together good for you yeah. she's like yeah thank you i i, I am too yeah, I don't think many guys are that self-aware to be able to say something like that. Well, thank you for telling the story. Oh, wait. I ask one question to everyone, or I'm trying to, and I always forget. Yeah. What is your favorite restaurant in New York? Go to. You have to recommend to someone who's coming to town. Don't make it like Applebee's Times Square. In New York? Yeah, it could be the cheapest spot or the most expensive. Just what is your favorite dish restaurant in New York? Roast Tacos, number one. That's chicken tacos. Yeah, they're unbelievable. Yeah. Have people said that before? No, okay, but yeah. I just can validate that for you. They De are unbelievable. Definitely that, yeah. Okay, that was so cool for me to hear. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate and follow the podcast wherever it is you listen to it so that we can bring you more unexpected stories by ordinary people. And if you didn't like the episode, forget what I just said and just please don't tell anyone. Thank you.
Also, I'm not sure I have this many places, but I, I am always looking for new guests, new people with secrets and stories. And if you are one of those people or you know one of those people, please email at me or have them email me at uh, please don't tell anyone pod at gmail.com. Or you can also DM me on Instagram or TikTok. There is no one else running this podcast but me. So if you contact me, I'll get it.